This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you can make it through. All right. Let's do what we got to do. On the cast tonight, welcome back, Ivy. What's up? <laughs> Part of our, our, our first actual relationship talk, like older relationships. That, that was like episode three, way back in like March. One of our most listened to episodes to this day. Um, and, and it got us starting to talk about these relationships as they were between men, women, or otherwise. Um, don't let me get in trouble with logic. What's significant other? That's what he always tells me. Significant other. Significant S-O. other. I gotta remember. Uh, and then we got we, we got you again for another one of our most listened to episodes about uh, failures. You know, you were there for that. Gave great wisdom. So happy to have you back. And as always in these relationship talks, I have to ask: It's been a long six months. So are you single? Dating? <laughs> happy to be back. Um. I've, I've actually progressed just a little, just just okay. a little to, to dating it, just a little. Okay, <laughs> oh, dating, dating. You know, I gotta get into personal. So, dating exclusively, or was that just dating in general? Um, it's it's more so dating exclusively, even okay. though it's not officially dating exclusively. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, all right, I'm with it, I'm with it. And you know what? I had my whole uh, thing laid out for the night, but then, you know, you started in on the story, and I'm not familiar with the story, so if you could tell the class, like, what you were explaining <laughs> before we started recording. Okay, Um. so there was a story, a video on, I think, Spiritual Word um, a while back on Instagram, and it showed these guys outside of what looked like an apartment building or store or something, I can't exactly remember, and the young lady walked by and, you know, they were, you know, trying to holler, shoot that shot it or however you want to describe it. And, you know, she declined. And, of course, you couldn't really hear the audio, but it didn't look super disrespectful or anything. And one of the guys literally just walked up and, like, hit her in the face with, like, a skateboard, I believe it was. And mm. it was just crazy to see, but even... Well, to what guy, a lot of guys seem to think was even crazier, but what most women know to be the case, um, a lot more women commented with very, very similar stories or a lot of very, you know, close to scary instances, um, basically, you know, and with the same thing, guys trying to holler, them, you know, declining mostly respectfully. And, you know, the way that they were responded to afterwards was just, Insane. Jesus. All right. Hey, Logic, you know, I, I got to use the benefit of us knowing each other, you know, and I've been there for so many of your wins. I'm not sure I've ever seen you lose. But in the in the <laughs> battle that is in the battle that is shooting your shot, have you ever got shut down? Oh, way more times than I've won. I appreciate the opening ceremony that you just gave me. So. I mean, but I, I never saw it. <laughs> I never saw shooting, it. You know, it's been 20 years. Shooting, I ain't seen if it. You out here shooting. Right. If you out here shooting, you're going to miss more than you make. That's just, that's just how the game goes. Has it ever been disrespectful to you? Like, has she yeah. ever? Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah, and I've you... had shit thrown in my face. I've had women, like, all types of shit. Yeah, it's happened. And what, what's the reaction then? I'm, I tend to be a little bit more respectful. I'm just a certain type of person. And, you know, me shooting my shot usually isn't in, like, no... Hey, mom, let me get your fucking number. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really do it. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, when it is, like, no thank you, sir, or nah, I have someone, sir, or 
no, nah, I'm just not interested. It, to me, you just kind of have to let that roll down your back. I mean, not to really curtail the story, but what I know without even knowing, what I know is that a lot of the women that saw that video and then responded with stories of their own that kind of coincided with situations like that, there's a lot of dudes that don't take no the right way. Like, they go somewhere else with it. And I'm not necessarily one of them type of people. So I can't really speak to why you would be so affected by a chick telling you, nah, no, thank you, that you would hit the bitch with a skateboard. But I mean, you Yo, know, it's crazy. I, don't, you know, I can't speak. I can't speak. You know, I'm a man, but I can't speak for all of that. Yeah. I don't know. And, and I, and I want to answer this question, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit a different type of a shooter. Pause. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to go back to <laughs> I'm going to go back to Ivy. Uh, yeah, on you're, this a one. <laughs> you're a sniper. Yeah, you're a sniper. You're a different shooter all together. You are right about that, my brother. You are a sniper. They don't see you coming. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> and see how she laughs, listen. See how she laughs. She know I'm I ain't lying. Ain't no lies detected over here. Yeah, so so I, I want to go back to Ivy and, and I want to ask you, have you ever been, have you ever felt the disrespect just because you told a guy no? Did he take it the wrong way? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, thank goodness it hasn't been, you know, anything super crazy. Uh, the one time that I always kind of <laughs> talk about whenever we girls, you know, are sitting around to share these type of stories is I think I was in like a Burger King or something years ago when I actually ate fast food and a guy, um, offered to pay for my food. Um, and it wasn't even like he was in line, like right behind me or anything like that. I heard me order. I ordered and I was like waiting and like from like afar. He was like, oh, oh, I could pay for you a full mile or something like that. And I was like, no, thank you. I got it. And um, But I had already paid for it. I was literally just waiting for it. And so when they handed it to me, and as I was walking out, he was like, fuck you then, you little hoe. And I just bust out laughing Ooh. and walked out the door. Jesus. That's a lot, though, bro. Man. That's a lot. That's too much. Why, is that, <laughs> why is there so much energy here? Like, you don't even know you. Ah, uh, uh, all right. So, yeah. so in these in these situations, would you say that for you, Ivy, is it better for? Uh, would you rather the guy approach you that likes you, tell you right off the break? Would you like that, or would you like him to to hang back and and look for moments, or or you know, do you give any respect to that, or you rather a man be direct with you? Um. So for a long time, and I know you've probably heard me say this <laughs> over the years, I used to hate when people tried to holler at me on the street. And I don't know what about it just felt so wild or raunchy. It could be a guy that I would totally be interested in any other time. But for some reason, for years, um, as I, you know, from a teenager to, uh, you know, a young adult, I felt like somebody hollering at me on the street, it just wasn't going to end successfully. Um. As I've gotten older, the approach is everything, I think. So, and just nowadays, guys seem to shy away from it and almost want you to holler. And as we know, yeah. I am not shooting no shots. So, <laughs> not even, not even in the ones just, and zeros? You're not even doing it in the DMs? Like the ones and zeros? You don't I am not shooting any shot. I've done it twice in life. No, three times altogether in life. And I'm never doing it again. And that's wow. just where I am. And I just feel like, um, so I want them to shoot their shot. But I think the approach is everything. I think waiting for a moment is 
it's still a good thing. Like, and I'm not saying you got to wait for the most intimate moment in the world or the perfect setting and blah, blah, blah. But I think you can pick up on cues when somebody is, somebody is interested, whether it be a lingering eye contact or repetitive eye contact, or if it's somebody you get a chance to interact with over, you know, multiple times, I think girls do a, a good job of giving those, <laughs> those green lights to let you know that there's some interest there. But, you know, everybody that knows me knows I do not shoot. And one of my friends always sends me those memes and stuff that be like, girl, shoot, they shot by thinking about you. And that's probably me. Logic, does any of this resonate with you at all? Uh, have you ever encountered a woman that has shot her shot to you? Like you, you weren't even expecting it. Yes. And it's awkward as fuck. Yeah, it's <laughs> awkward as fuck. Just because socially, it's just not the paradigm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not how it usually goes down. So when it happens, I'm pretty cool. So, you know, I, I pick up quick. But you know, it can kind of catch you off guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it's happened to me once or twice. It, you know, it's not like a regular occurrence. So when it happens, it's just like, oh, shit. Like, you know, what do I do? Because well, I had, like, my whole little game set up, and I knew what I was going to do and how I was going to carry this. And then you just pop up and just be like, yo, I'm trying to fuck with you, son. Like, what's up with you? And it's like, oof. <laughs> because that kind of goes against what the process was. You know what I mean? Like, I was already getting myself ready to do the things that I do normally. And then you just kind of fucked up the tandem. But then, you know, you get back on your game and you do what you got to do. But but it's not it's not any mystery. I think we've unpacked it like several times during the course of these relationship talks. You know, in my experience, it was always we're in the gathering. We we're at the spot, you know, and logic screams out. I ain't shit. And then the next thing I know, he's disappeared with the young lady. Like that's that's it. It was over, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so 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 in that. I mean, you know, I, I do have certain acceptable shot values yes yeah that's what i'm saying like so in that situation it would lead me to believe that she approached you like you know you were in a different corner of the room being antisocial suddenly it gets loud he says he ain't shit the next thing she's over there so i thought it was like a mutual 50 50 shot you know so i i think that was a combination and and sometimes it is like sometimes you know it, it kind of all goes to this at the end of the day you know as a man who dates women there's always kind of like this social norm of as a man i have to go get the woman like the woman really not gonna come get me like i gotta go get her and when you feel mentally like that's what it is, you start to create, you know, a basis for yourself to, you know, appeal to women in a way. And you have to know yourself. You have to know what works for you and what doesn't. You know, I can't go up there and do no pretty nigga shit. You know, I ain't no pretty nigga. So you can't, you know, it's like certain you, you have to evaluate yourself honestly and then say, OK, these are the tools that work. One of the tools that worked very well when I was younger was something that would allow me to say something negative about myself, which would then cause a woman to come and try to console me in some type of way that would end up sexual. And then she'd be like, oh, you ain't shit. And I'd be like, I told you that. <laughs> that kind of repeated for like 20, 25 years. Like, you know, it, it, it's been well recorded. It's, it, it's out there. Like, it's out there. But in the end, I think for me, it's just about the approach like like sister said you know everybody's gonna have their own approach everybody's gonna have their own way to do it all right uh, and, and speaking of a different way ivy i want to transition because now we, we were talking about physically coming and approaching in in real time and it's changed over the years because we've had we we got a lot of dm and we got a lot of you know leaving those little messages and and ivy i won't put your business out there but you have had some some shots of you in some exotic places dressed with less you know, and I see the engagement <laughs> that goes on underneath those photos. So I know I know 
if they if they're going to get that crazy in the comments, then it goes down in the DMs. So so have you responded to that kind of engagement ever? Have you ever given that a chance? So first, <laughs> I want to be clear. Anybody that says anything under my post knows me. Like, and mm -hmm. if they say anything crazy or wild, it's because we have that type of relationship already where we joke like that. And I think um, because you guys know me that this is going to make sense to you, people know how I carry myself. And they act accordingly. You know, every once in the blue, somebody don't know better or, or they don't know you well enough and may try you. But I feel like even when people don't know me, the way I carry myself speaks for myself. And so people, I have this conversation all the time where people are like, I know your DMs is popping right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is not the case. Like, okay. I've had a few people here and there try it. And like, you know, try to holler in the DMs. And of course it didn't really go anywhere. And they've learned it's really useless <laughs> to Damn. repeatedly jump in my DMs saying, you know, trying to holler and whatever, because I don't know, it just doesn't get, it doesn't get anywhere for real. And I'm not saying never try in life because if it's a guy that like meets me and gets to know me and, you know, we build that type of rapport, then by all means, shoot your shot. But, you know, like, some people, you just know, like, there's one or two that's just going to keep doing it. No matter how many times I'll be like, no thanks, no thanks, no thanks. And it's almost like an ongoing joke. But I see these people all the time, too. And they mm. do that with everybody. But my DMs are not jumping, are not popping. And I think it's for the most part because the people that actually know me know it's not, it's not going to pan out <laughs> for some reason. Okay. So, so business or otherwise, like meeting people in passing, say, say, I don't know this person, but we show up at the same place and you have a conversation and they ask you for your number. What's more, what's more apt to happen in this situation? Oh, what's your, you on Instagram? Which can I follow you? And you give them your Instagram. Have you ever gotten into that where you gave your Instagram out and they kind of got to your DMS that way? Um, I have definitely told somebody they can follow me on Instagram or something other than giving them my number before. Right, right. Um, but, but but they didn't shoot the shot after that? They didn't follow up? Oh, uh, one person tried. <laughs> Unsuccessfully. <laughs> <laughs> Unsuccessfully. So you have never given anybody a chance in this? You've never gone back and forth with anybody over the ones and zeros? Like never in a, in a you know, romantic, tingly way? Uh, one... I want to say, no, two. Okay, two guys ever. Um, one was on Instagram, and we were in a setting where we were around each other, but we had never met or even seen each other in person. But we were in a setting where we were constantly around each other on, like, a weekly basis. But like I said, again, we had never seen each other there. But through those mutual friends in those places is how we crossed each other on Instagram. And ah. what I liked about him was that when I can't remember who followed who first, to be honest, but um, he didn't immediately shoot in the DM. It was like, like a pic. And it wasn't like went backwards and like, 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 like all the old pictures. It was just like over time, you post something new. They like it. He posts something new with outfit like that. So I like it. Then post like a meme that resonated and made sense. I like it. Vice versa. And then when we started seeing pictures of uh, that the other one posted in the settings that we're normally in, it's like, wait a minute, you be here? It's like, yeah, you be here? Oh, bet. 
And then it's like, oh, I, I just I just saw you uh, out there, but you was busy. Oh, why didn't you come speak? Because you were busy. And it's like, oh, <laughs> next time speak. And then it's like, okay. And then that kind of started there. Like next time we saw each other, we were actually talking. And then we ended up talking on like Instagram and stuff. And then like my birthday came up and he's like, oh, I'll send you, you know, I'll buy you a drink. And I'm like, why don't you just come to the event? Like, oh, I'm not coming that day, but I could cash out before a drink. I'm like, oh, just wait till you see me next time. And then we ended up being talking. Um, and they ended up just being really, really different. And we're still like friends to this day. Damn. Okay. Heart woman joint. Logic, you, <laughs> Logic, you're not into the ones and zeros. You you don't shoot your shot on, not on at Instagrams. All. Not at all. Not at all. Don't. It's just not my thing. I don't have enough shit on my shit that's worth looking at. I don't really do anything too exciting other than what I'm doing right now, which excites me a lot. But if you went to my page, if I have one, I don't even know if I have an Instagram page, but it, it ain't nothing on it that you're gonna like. I'm sure. Like it's probably gonna be me sitting in the hallway. <laughs> you know what I mean like just some basic shit like it's not because I don't live a life that I feel is post worthy you know what I'm saying like I don't it never occurs to me in my everyday interactions to take out my phone and post I'm here or post I just got out the barbershop or post I just got the kicks from the mall you know what I mean like my mind's not wired that way so it's just you know I don't really use it I think there was I had like a little dating app phase for about okay. a year what, what, what app like would that be? Fourteen. Ooh, shit! I was on all of them for like a year. I was out there. Like I was, I was out there. I was, I was, I was. He was, I was, he was out was there. Plenty of fishing. Sure. Yeah. I just can't get plenty of fish. It's, yeah, it's it it requires too much energy from me to you know what I'm saying. Like just the way I'm describing it, if you can hear it, it's like you got to be in it, in it. It's kind of yeah. like a job almost. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be in there interacting and bumbling and doing you know and there's a lot and at the time i guess i had the interest in doing that but i, I just don't see that as being anything that i need to do okay. so yeah so that that's the thing honestly that and why people shooting their shot in the dms and even people shooting their shot on the street i think for me it all boils down to it just has to happen for me organically and it's like if yep. he would have just shot a shot in the dms it just wouldn't have felt right and it probably wouldn't have gone right. But the way it happened with him, it was like it it became organic. Like it just flowed. It wasn't forced. It wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to get to know you. Da 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 da. Like and you have nothing to go on but a look. And it's just like it just yeah, I'm very old school when it comes to like courting, dating. People don't even use the word date anymore and it drives me insane. Like, let's chill, let's do this, let's do why can't you just say, can I take you out on a date? It, it could be Dutch, for real, because I'm not trying to hang with you just so you can spend money on me. I got my own. So if we're about to get to know each other in this setting, then I could pay for my own food just like you could pay for yours. And nobody's wasting money. You got your food. I got mine. You got your, your uh, caramel <laughs> macchiato. I got a latte. Like, boom. <laughs> and we coffee. can have a conversation and see if it's worth progressing. So for me, it just has to be a little more organic. And like, even the person that I'm, you know, kind of dating now shot his shot. Just like, you know, we met one time and barely spoke. And then I think, you know, he heard through the grapevine that I said he was attractive. And I guess he felt the same way. 
And then we seen each other again. And I didn't even realize that was him. And he just started talking to me. And then, um, like, and this is by the sound annoying, but it's not, but just kept talking to me. <laughs> like, he saw me at, this, at an event and was, you know, talking to me, joking, you know, being funny. And everybody knows laughter is the way to my soul. And then we happened to see each other the next day around people that we knew. And he made sure every time we passed each other, he said something that made me laugh, was sarcastic, started like a fake argument. But he just, you know, the entire day, every time we passed each other, he said something. And then afterwards, shot and shot in the DM. And it was just like, and everyone's like, out of all these people that we know have ever tried to holler at you, what made this one different? And it was the approach. It didn't feel like you're sexy. I want to have sex with you. <laughs> it felt like <laughs> it's something about you I like, and I want to get to know you and joke with you and not make you feel like a piece of meat, but mm. it's you. And even the follow-up, the consistency, like for like a month, sex was never even mentioned. And it's just like, yeah, it was just organic and it just worked. Okay, now now that we got a baseline here, now I got I hope you guys are good at math and and just to bow to the guests. I'm going to put logic on the spot first because he's used to that. So so you'll have time to, sure. to gather. Your also, answer. I'm very bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dobbins, really like Mr. Dobbins, stop bothering spaghetti. Mr. Gillian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Dobbins, let Mr. Gillian do his work. Bitch, shut up, man. I'm talking to my man right here. Can I, can I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if he's getting hoes later on today. Like, what's up? For, for those that I'm don't know, if you're new to the cast, that, that's, that's us in math class. You know, he was always turned around talking to me. How could he be paying attention to math class? Anyway. And I didn't. I, again, <laughs> it's one plus one equals spaghetti with me. Like, I, math never really got my, my mind. Logic. How many relationships yes, since you started this, this, liking of the women how many relationships would you say you've been in real relationships that's a very targeted question yeah it's difficult yeah. for me to answer that uh-huh. because there have been quite a few relationships that i've been in that i didn't know was relationships until it was, it was just over, one side that makes any sense <laughs> no no it, i yeah, got it's just like i know one side <laughs> and then it was done and then it was like oh shit i think that relationship stuff so i guess maybe four four maybe four. okay out of those four out of those four how many did you end none none of the four <laughs> were ended by you no uh, no oh. i never ended uh, <laughs> okay i guess i'm telling on myself in a way but like I, I the process of like sitting down and having that conversation and saying look i don't know if this is working and i'm not the guy for that like i'll just let it be fucked up till you decide it's too fucked up and then you know i won't even be mad at you when you do it and be like what took you so long you should have did this shit like three months ago but i'm waiting on you to do it I'm not were, were you ever privy to the reason why they ended it oh yeah oh yeah very uh, much so. throw, out, throw out one that sticks in your head like what was what was the reason for um that? one that sticks out in my head is I've seen this young lady, I was in the military, and this is one of those ones which now that I look back at it, was a relationship. It's just at that time, I didn't know. And so towards the end of it, there became this split, and I was getting out of the Marine Corps, and I was deciding what I was going to do with my life. And then this young lady was getting ready to move to like another city somewhere. And I guess she had assumed that because we were in a relationship that I did not know about, 
that I was going to move with her where she was going. So then it was like this whole big conversation about that because she just assumed that's what I was going to do. We had never really talked about it. Maybe she talked about it, but I never said nothing about it because I wasn't really paying no attention to the direction that this relationship was taking place. And even now, as I say it, I'm looking back at it, and I know that that's what it was, was just the very large lack of commitment that I added to it. You know, I, I just wasn't committed to it in any way. All right. All right. Ivy, you're up. So how many relationships would you say you've been in? Uh, five. Five. And how many of those relationships have you ended? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> see, there we go. I like this. I like this. You, you I'm see. seeing how this plays out. I like this. <laughs> I like this. That's why she laughed when I said none. She's like, oh, here we go with these ladies. You one of them, ladies. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Well, you, okay. So, so kind of give me the rundown. Do you know? Do you do you have in your mind the stat sheet of how the reason to why all five of them ended? Uh most. Okay. What, what's one that sticks out in your head? The reason why you had to end one of your relationships? Um, I would say. Uh, a few of them probably just from selfishness by the guys on the guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that prior to a lot of times prior to the big relationship and, um, you know, anyone that's heard me on before knows that I'm divorced. Um, prior to, you know, going through that and maturity kicking in and of course, you know, counseling and stuff like that, we, and everybody at some point, we tend to get um, so comfortable with one another that we stop tending to their needs. Um, it's like when you start to get, when you get each other or you're trying to get each other or you're trying to hook each other and just during that honeymoon phase, blah, blah, blah. It's all about the other person. And then once you get too comfortable and almost start taking each other for granted to a degree, you start to go back to it's all about me. You start to constantly worry about what you're not getting or how people are not meeting your needs versus um, constantly trying to meet the other person's needs. And I think that if a lot more times in those lengthy relationships or marriages, we remember to focus on the other person's needs versus what they're doing for you, everybody would be better off in the long run. But nonetheless, off that tangent, uh, we take each other for granted and tend to focus on what we aren't getting or what we want to do. And in a lot of times in the beginning, you start devoting so much time to one another that after a while, you're now focused on what it is you want to do. And yeah, sometimes people just lose sight of that. And then especially mixed being young with that, you know, it's just so easy to be like, I want to do this. 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 And just kind of forget about the other person to a degree. Mm. So, yeah, I would say sometimes, you know, selfishness, bad communication Again, uh-huh. I think also a huge attribute of being just being young and growing in different directions because all of those relationships, I was, you know, in my 20s or younger. And it's like, so I'm maturing this way and you're maturing that way. And we're like in totally, we're headed in totally different directions. So, uh, we're, 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 we're yeah. honest. We're honest on this cast all the time. When you say maturing in different directions, you mean that men don't mature at all, really. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, we just get, we have the benefit of the wisdom of our mistakes, but we don't actually mature on anything. We, we do have the, the wisdom of our mistakes and we may keep making the motherfuckers too. So, you know, I, I don't, I, I understand what you're saying, but however, let me ask this. 
what was your what was the longest relationship? Was that your marriage? Was that your longest yes. one? Yeah. Okay. All right. And so that's when you kind of talk about that construct of growing in different directions, right? Like that that would be a reason for ending the marriage because you saw that you couldn't be on the same wavelength as the other person. Yeah, you know, a lot of people immediately when you are divorced or divorcing think it had to be infidelity. And that was never an issue. Um, I would say, you know, just communication, being on the same page, um, you know, stuff like that. We were young and, you know, we were both uh, in church, we met in church. You know, we have a lot of the same morals and values, which would be crazy. Like, hey, can you not be on the same page? You have a lot of the same morals and values. But they, we watched those morals and values applied differently as we were growing up. And I think that was the difference. Like, for me, I was already, I'm like an independent person. I, I'm a Sagittarius, so it's like I make my own rules, I do my own thing. And I can still follow what I believe to be the right things to do, you know, as I interpret it. Um, with him, I, he saw a very specific way marriage went and was raised not that it had to be cookie cutter the same way but in his mind it had to be that way because that's what it looked like every time he saw it and so you know when we met and you know got we started dating and got engaged we were still good like because he he wasn't boring and you know stick in the mud he was still he was spiritual he had the same morals and values but he still was funny still had a little bit of edge to him and he, you know, later admitted it. We talked about it in counseling stuff, but it's like once we got married, in his mind, the rules changed. And this is how married people act. And mm. we didn't immediately become that. And mm. so, like, that was a, a really tough tug of war. Um, like, even, and nothing against him because, you know, he's actually grown since then because he was younger than me. So, you know, that played a part too. That, um, in the, you know, I'm sarcastic. And we had a lot of sarcastic jokes amongst each other. But then it's like, if we're in public and it's like, hey, can you hand me that? And I'm like, nah, get it yourself. Ha, ha, ha. And I get it. Hand it to them. It's like, you know, why would you disrespect me like that in front of people? And I'm like, wait, what? Like, we do this all the time. You know, and like, uh, I, w I didn't grow up in a house where every time you came over, we, let me take your jacket. Would you like something to drink? Are you hungry? But that's what I was greeted with when I came around his folks. So when I didn't do that for guests that came over, that was a problem. And then I would try to do it, but sometimes I would forget. And it would be like, you know, why didn't you do that? You should have done that. And it's, you know, again, it wasn't anything malicious or negative. It was just our expectations were different for what marriage looked like. To me, marriage looked like what got us into marriage and we grow and mature through it together and we do our own thing. And for him, it was like, no, marriage looks like this. And that's mm. what we got to do. Mm. And, you know, we couldn't get to that same page basically okay I, i've had i've had the great pleasure of attending the church of logic uh now for oh so many months for the past 10 months or so i've uh, attended this church where i've heard the gospel as he said it uh before you never know how differently two people feel about the same thing until they're in that same thing and a situation happens and I'll Ooh. give you the. <laughs> I, you know what? I thought you were about to say something. This is going in a direction of something stupid. No offense, Logic. Where, you know, because he just be saying some wild stuff sometimes and we be cracking up. But, okay, Logic? That's Yo, the collective plan over here. 
his his example of this was a man and woman decide to do this thing and they get together and they live in the same space and how they feel about money shows up in different ways. They have a snow yeah. day. Oh, yeah. They have a snow day. And he says the man is thinking like, yo, I need to get my ass to work. I was dependent on this money. And now I'm not getting it because it's snow day where she's like, hey, babe, come lay in bed with me. She got the government job. She she's going to get paid either way for her snow day. And then they're talking about the same thing because they're both talking about money in this instance. But she's like, hey, I get a day off. He's like, I needed that day on. And everything they do together in that apartment, house, whatever, is out of those two polar opposite ways of thinking. He's thinking about everything he's missing out on. And she's thinking about everything she could have. And however they act toward each other is out of what is going on in their environment. And that's one of those things you get into when you're talking about mixing things and mixing people and mixing environments along with people's experiences. And I thought that was so profound. I understood exactly what he's talking about because it's nothing that a counseling can prepare you for. It just is the culmination of somebody else's experience coming up in real life in real time what you going to do yeah like it if someone is honest if your counselor is honest and thorough they can kind of mm-hmm. prep you a bit but you'll mm-hmm. never be fully prepared for it until you're there and then a lot of people well people more so nowadays are but prior um i guess you know a little older time people weren't as honest about how hard marriage really is i had a friend post a status one day that said what's harder raising kids or being married and there was no clear winner of that discussion because (laughs) Uh both of those things are super 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 hard you're taking two people with a lifetime of experiences morals values you know beliefs all of that and you're trying to not necessarily make them one but make them you know cohesive and work together and it comes out in things that are so small that become so big. Things like, do you, I grew up with the uh, ketchup in the pantry. You grew up with the ketchup in the refrigerator. Ooh. Same thing with the hot sauce. <laughs> Toilet paper turned uh, inside or outside. Putting the fork in the dishwasher with the, the, you know, the part you put in your mouth down or up. And those teeny tiny things will become the biggest argument in your relationship if you don't realize what it is and choose your battles and learn to choose your battles. I think that's the best advice I was ever given for marriage was choose your battles. Because yeah. it's like, I think it's insane that you're going to put the fork standing up because now they're clean and we're reaching our hands and they're touching the part that got to go in the person's mouth. <laughs> However, me choosing my battle is at least you're doing the dishes. <laughs> I ain't got to do them. So Amen. let me just give you your, let you do the dishes your way and not start a stupid argument over something that has nothing to do with nothing. Let me, let me get ahead of the people that's going to say that all that y'all are talking about is, is what Ivy already mentioned. It's, it all goes away with communication. Let me give you logic. Logic, step forward. Tell the folks what you think about communication. How easy is that for you to do? <sighs> I, it depends on what we're communicating about. If we're talking about the dress, it's easy as shit. If we're talking about my heart, it's very, very difficult. I mean, that's all I can say. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That those of you that say we can clear up everything with just communication, you have to go back and take somebody where they're at. There's been many times on this podcast where, where Logic has admitted, as he just did just now, 
He's not the greatest of communicator. He needs to get better at it. Matter of fact, remember when we were grading ourselves, when we did the Kevin Samuels thing, yeah. we were doing a one to ten? Yeah. You said, yeah. I probably need to get better at communication. Specifically about my emotions. Yes, I have to get better about it. Is you can't, there's a certain level in a relationship with a person like me that you could get to, and you can't get to any other levels because I don't necessarily have the mechanisms required to have the conversations that are necessary to get to the levels that you want to get to. And so I know that's a failing within me. And that's something that I've been working on. That's something that this podcast thing has really brought some insight to is, you know, a lot of people will say communication is the key, but you know, you also have to take into account the truth about the communication. If I tell you this and you tell me this and we have a real conversation about it, that could still spin that. Uh, it could still like force the end of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, me telling you this, that I'm emotionally retarded, me telling you that <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean that you just continue to be with me. Like, that's just not what that, you know, and I'm one of them type of people who kind of operates like that. Like I say, hey, I'm emotionally retarded. And people say, you said that last year. Like, what's going on? Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to keep giving you time in a relationship. And every time something happens, your response is, well, you know, I'm retarded. So, mm. and sorry to use that word several times, but that's just, you know, sorry to use that word. I don't think that terminology is necessarily polite but that's just how i see so there's a meme actually that i put reposted a while ago because i'm really big on communication like but i'm the type to just say it it doesn't have to be an argument or nothing i just feel like if i don't say it you're not gonna know i can't hold you accountable for what i didn't tell you you want me to be so the b i'm gonna be the b but you know i like to just put it out there because i want you to know how i feel about something because i don't want to hold anything against you that you're not aware of but um, nonetheless, it's a meme that I had reposted that said, first, I thought communication was key, but it's really comprehension. And Ooh, that's a ball. Exactly. I, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like the guy, exactly. we can communicate all day. But if you're not understanding where I'm coming from or what I'm saying, like we're still not getting anywhere because. If you're just taking what I'm saying wrong and I'm taking what you're saying wrong, like we're still getting nowhere. And I think part of maturity also um, when you get older is you don't have to like we're not discussing or arguing to be right. We're, we're talking for understanding. So what I try to do now, you know, of course, since I'm older and have life experiences is to at least understand where you're coming from. I don't have to agree. I don't have to you know, just completely and utterly see your point. But sometimes it just helps to understand the viewpoint that they're coming from. Because obviously, if we're in a situation, I'm not trying to come at you negatively or with any ill intent. So remove that. Even though it offended you or you felt a way about it, take that part of it away because you should know me enough to know that that's not where I'm coming from. So now, understand where I'm coming from. Explain to me where you're coming from. And if we actually listen enough to get at least where you're coming from, then we could possibly meet in the middle of this office. But, you know, yeah, yeah it's, it's comprehension, man. I'd say in a lot of, as we it's all keep saying, man. people's experiences, how they were raised and, you know, language barriers, where you grew up, all of that stuff plays a part in how, in how you know, you receive communication. Mm. That mm. and you know you guys know everybody's levels are different, but y'all be struggling with communication. <laughs> do we do? We I, do it's, it's we either screaming or we 
not talking. You know what I'm saying? Like either we screaming or we not talking. Like I don't know how to necessarily just have a conversation. It's like what? You're looking for words that's gonna trigger the screaming that you know is supposed to happen. But like you just so eloquently said, like the purpose should not be screaming. Like that shouldn't be the purpose of the conversation that needs to be had. You should be able to have a respectful and responsible conversation with somebody that you care very deeply about without trying to figure out the exact point to say the worst possible thing that you could say. Yeah. And that's part of being emotionally responsible. That's part of yeah. caring. Like if you really care about this person and you're willing to not say that thing that you know that's going to detonate this conversation. And with mm. me, specifically, it's a fight. That is a fight for me because I'm always right there on the tip of my tongue because I'm just, you know, the tongue is a deadly sword. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be swinging that motherfucker personally. So I know <laughs> one thing to say that's going to piss you the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm holding it. And I'm, don't do that. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be wanting to do that. Like, you have to really sit down with yourself and get some help outside of yourself and, you know, find some ways to, you know, talk about the things that are going on with you because if you're the type of person who only seeks to win arguments you turn everything into an argument that you got to win and some shit don't need to be an argument it just needs yeah. to be a discussion yeah. <laughs> now because it was a counselor it was in counseling that where she told me do you want to be right or do you want to win i mean do you want to be right or do you want to be happy Ooh. and i was yeah. just like makes sense like mm. Um, yeah, another thing a that one. a lot of men do that I noticed, um, just, you know, talking to friends, it's like, I feel like with maturity and, you know, going through marriage and stuff like that, that, um, and of course going through counseling that my perspective is, you know, obviously changed. So I do have a lot of friends, guys and girls that come to me for advice. And with a lot of men, uh, I think you, one of you guys said it a second ago, uh, I think Logic did about, you know, you know what you're expecting, you know, that, that detonation. You know that sometimes certain things you say may, in your mind, is going to set this off. And so a lot of times some guys, well, first, you know, guys struggle with, a lot of guys struggle with vulnerability. That's just one thing right there. But also you have those guys that don't want the argument so bad that they stop communicating. They stop saying you know, what's going on or how they're feeling about something, not even about being vulnerable, but you, they don't even want to say this is getting on my nerves or I don't like when you do this because they don't want it to become an argument because they don't feel like dealing with that. But when you don't tell the person something that they're doing that's irritating you or pissing you off, you're really making it worse because you don't say anything so they don't know. So they've done it and it's already irritating you. Now they do it again another time, but they don't even realize it's pissing you off. So now they take you to level two. And then when they do it again, it's level three. And it's like, by the time you speak on it, you may be on level three, four or five. And for them, this is like the warning to say, I don't like when you do this or this is bothering me. But you guys are on totally different levels with it. So it's not even taken that seriously. And then it's like, now when it happens again, and to them, it's like, oh, my bad. I forgot. Well, I didn't realize it was that serious. You're already on 10 and it, you didn't give them a fair chance to address this because you didn't address it yourself trying to avoid the argument. But now it's a way bigger situation than it could ever be. And I guess the best example of such is just something like women being on their phone when you're out and about on a date or watching movies or something like sometimes you don't realize it. But it's like if that's irritating you, just you can communicate and say, you know, I, I want you to be more present with me or put your phone down. You know, this is our time or something like that. But there are a lot of times guys feel like they don't want to be the nagger or like 
I don't even want to say nothing. I don't want to start an argument. But you're letting it build before you even address it. So, like, that's why that communication is so important, even for something as small as that, because why let it build up and you're on 10 and they're on 2? Oof. That's interesting. I, I see that a lot differently than how you just discussed it, but you're definitely on to something there. I right, think you, you right. hit on some things. What, what I've always kind of seen it differently. What you don't say is going to grow like cancer. Like you, you, you can keep ignoring yeah. it if you want to, but it's going to grow. I think that's what she's saying. Like whatever you don't say. I, I, and I can see that. the cancer in the body. I, I also understand that, you know, from my perspective and the things that I've been through personally, I'm very sensitive to emotional manipulation. You know what I'm, I'm very, personally, I'm just very, very opposed to people trying to make me feel or explain feelings that I don't want to fucking do. I'm very impassioned about not being impassioned, if that makes any sense. So sometimes in that same scenario where you're getting on my nerves, and I don't say that you're getting on my nerves, in my mind, I choose to believe that you know that you're getting on my nerves. But I also know that you're getting on my nerves because you're trying to get an emotional response from me, which I am unwilling to get, which just creates even less balance, less conversation. That's a different situation. That's like, like right. that's, you know, when you know somebody's trying to piss you off, that's one thing. But there are times we're getting yeah. on each other's nerves and we really don't realize that's what we're doing. I agree. I agree. I think, I think both things can be true at the same time because I know for a fact that there have been plenty of situations with plenty of significant others, whether it was we was dating or we was in any kind of whatever. And you could see that this person, you know, looking back at it and being a little older and wiser now, I could look back at the situation and see that this person was just trying to get some type of emotional response from me. Yeah, that goes back anything. to immaturity. But that's why I specifically say right. when they don't know. Right. Mm. Right. And she may not she may I not realize how we how we feel about the Cowboys and the Jets on a Sunday at four o'clock, you know, and, yeah, and she may like make that mistake. Five. Can we table right. this to seven fifteen? Can we table this till seven fifteen? <laughs> whatever <laughs> the fuck it is that you want to talk about. Perfect or whatever. Example. Can we just talk about this at seven fifteen, please? Perfect we could example. talk about it last night. We could talk about it tonight. We could talk about yep. it at any other time other than this time right now. <laughs> like this time right now is dedicated. You know how I feel about this those men on the field right now like i have to give them my time and then the more you say it the dumber it sounds but it's a fact yeah because that's what you got to realize like you know what else where the other thing that people have to realize in relationships is some things are bigger to me than they are to you but right. you need to learn what they mean to me so you know when to respect it like some guys football sunday or basketball days are very very serious like this is my time and that i want to focus on the game same way you got your time when you want to watch uh, The Watcher or get your nails the done or whatever it is. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Real and it's like sometimes you really got to explain to somebody like <laughs> what this is to me. And I just need you to respect your time. Like even when people come home from work, some people really want that quiet time. Ooh. You know, they need that moment yeah. to decompress. So, yes. But yeah. some people aren't decompress. like that. And so yeah. you have to learn what how each other are. And like, you know, that comes with time, but also communication. Like I just had two friends that one of them, when she gets mad, wants the other person to be like, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, and bring you out of it. And the other one, she's like, hey, like, when I'm mad, you got to leave me alone and let me come out of it. Exactly. But being the friend exactly. that's been around for so exactly. long, I'm able to see it. And I'm like, okay, this kind of goes back to love languages. You guys are doing to the other one mm -hmm. what you want, but that doesn't work. So since I'm here and I'm seeing it as we're talking about it, let me help you guys out since I know you both well enough. She don't like that. This is what you, you know, she does. And, you know, obviously she's telling you right now she doesn't like this. This is what she likes. 
So now let's work on, you know, treating the other one the out. Middle ground. What's the middle ground? Yeah, like the not even ground. the middle ground. Like leave. With, if I say I need people to give me space when I'm really, really mad, just respect that. And if you want me to, you know, try to bring it out of you, then I'll do my best. But yeah, it's like, you know, you just got to learn people. And we're all so different. And then it's like you talking to this person, you learn everything about them and you handle it that way. You get to the next person and they're completely different. Yeah. yeah. You got to start over. Yeah. And, 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 and look, the way That's I know fact. Ivy, you know, I find myself on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, talking shit about Travis Kelsey a little bit more. I don't really give a shit about Travis Kelsey usually, but I know that <laughs> Ivy liked him, so <laughs> I find myself Love. hating him for no reason and rooting against Love. Kansas City. Loves Travis Kelsey. <laughs> and I'm telling y'all right now, if they let OBJ come to the Chiefs, <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm all in. Uh, total and utter, that will be the number one team Kansas City Chiefs. You giving up the condoms, huh? No more condom fan. I mean, uh, commanders. I'm sorry, my my fault. I misspoke. So you so, would be. I hate to say this out loud in a public forum. I was never on board with the name change. <laughs> I am a Redskins fan. I have been a Redskins fan my entire life, and wow. the I I I was very honest with you know people on my social media and my friends and stuff when we talk about it that I was never fully on. I, I couldn't get with the name. I love the black uniform. Oh my gosh. The black uniform, that joint is like that. Mm-hmm. But they all kinda high. I'm okay. I can't I haven't been able to, to I haven't fully signed on with the commanders. I've, you know, watched some of the games but I'm not the same fan that I was and I haven't said that that's where I am. Well look, in the nature of this cast, I wanted to say that I comprehend just what you put down. And I want to communicate to you <laughs> that this has been a pleasure. Ivy, thank you for joining us. And for Logic, I'm Joey G. This has been Logic Over Everything. It's over. And it's been everything. Thank you for joining us. Aww. Thank you, listeners. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Just keep hanging with us. We'll keep rocking for y'all. Thank y'all. Thanks for having me. We out.